0: Welcome to Between Alpha and Omega. Wow, world is upside down crazy. We are recording on June 7th for those who are keeping track of things. And wow, things are melting down, Protest, uh, the pandemic. It feels like the apocalypse and fallout and nuclear war is right around the corner. And I can't wait for the rest of what's going to happen in 2020. It's been a crazy year. Uh, Curtis is actually on assignment, and so I just have Drew with me. Drew, how are you doing?
1: I am hanging in there as best I can.
0: <laughs> that seems to be the motto of everyone I have talked to, even at work, is I'm just holding on barely. Right. Um. So, What's going on in your life? It's been like a, th- three weeks since we've done the pod.
1: Yeah um work is still busy as ever just trying to keep up and um still like we've talked about off the pod before still kind of adjusting to the whole working from home thing and uh my wife Schaefer and i have gotten into officially gotten into the business of trying to buy a house so we uh, Applied for a loan, and we're kind of working through that right now. And hopefully, we find something sooner than later. And we learned the that we are going to be having a boy, so that's exciting. And uh, that's really
0: those are the big things. What about you? Um, I've realized how freaking lucky I am through this pandemic of having the job that I have of working a maximum of 12 hours a week while still getting paid full-time and literally doing nothing for the times that I'm not at work. Right. <laughs> just being uh, thankful and content even while I'm not content. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I've, 2020 has been flipping weird, and that was even before the pandemic and the lockdown and the protesting of just dealing with personal issues. And I had hope that some of that would get resolved, and it hasn't. And I'm, I'm kind of upset about it still. I'm grieving in a way of losing someone special to me, and it's been incredibly frustrating. And depression has set in a little bit. I'm trying to work myself out of that pit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, I was, I'm incredibly frustrated by that whole situation. I'm being as vague as possible, but. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to do with it and uh, other than to let go and to try to move on and pray about things and what's next for me and the, you know, the podcast and I wanted to do more video stuff and stream more stuff and, uh, but everything seems to be kind of up in the air right now with the pandemic, but things are kind of loosening up. Uh, It's just, it's so crazy right now, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It really is. Um, In reference, uh, we live in a city, St. Louis, and it's kind of opened up, but not really. Things are still kind of closed, but things aren't. Like Target has like holiday parking as far as cars, Um, people being in Target, even though other places have like max occupancy of like 30 or 40 people. And it's just confusing and weird and people are wearing masks, but some people aren't.
1: (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) There's really no right way to do things at this point. You know, it feels like everybody has their own philosophy on, you know, whether or not we should still be open and, like you said, wearing masks or not and how stores should be operating and stuff, and it's just kind of it's it's pretty frustrating having to deal with it because it's like, I don't know what I should be doing at this point <laughs> to keep myself safe or to even just keep myself sane.
0: Absolutely. And then we're doing, and we're going to get into this a little bit. Um, we're dealing with the protest of the George Floyd incident with the police brutality. Um, yeah. And there's massive protests going, as you know, you can look in the media and, and if you're in the future and you're listening to this from the future, um. Yeah, just Google, start Googling George Floyd and you'll see what we're talking about. There's protests happening all over the world. This thing has gone to a global scale. I just saw an England then pushing over a, a statue of a slaver, like, you know, yeah. because they have people, people that own slaves, but were actually did amazing other things, but they own slaves. So they're pushing their statues over into the river and that's happening in England. Not right. to mention the Hong Kong protests that have been going on since 2019, and those are right. continuing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just I just saw something the other day that there's a massive, astro- a stadium-sized asteroid headed our way. Nice. Yeah, and it's probably not going to hit us. I, I think that was the last thing I saw. I didn't read on it. I was just like, cool. <laughs> oh,
1: we're all gonna die everything's fine yeah, every, every, everything's
0: fine <laughs> that dog meme of the you know everything on fire around him He's yeah. like, this is fine this is fine yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I, I and the pandemic is still happening and uh, the media seems to have shifted from 24-hour coverage of the coronavirus to now the protests but no one's giving us Actual information, what's happening with the virus? You have to kind of look it up to figure out what the hell is going on, and then the protests are just absolutely crazy. Have you seen much about the protests? Have you been looking at it at all?
1: Yeah, I read something about them almost every single day. Yeah, um, and it's just if that's what we're talking about right now, I can talk about it. But I, you know, it's just it's crazy.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna get into it. Um, okay. I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't at least address this craziness in our time. Honestly, it's historical. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously what happened to George Floyd, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. That's, that's not a just way to be, um, you know, to have people act towards you, especially the police because, you know, their whole job is to serve and protect and, uh, you know, how are you protecting people if you're murdering people on the streets, uh, pretty consistently. And, um, I just, you know, it's terrible. Um, and I totally support protesters, you know, I totally support that all these people are, are going out and, and, um, speaking out against police brutality and against racism Uh, And we need to be doing that more often because I really think that we've become kind of hardened and um, not necessarily ignorant of, but just kind of, like, ignoring these issues that are very real and definitely happening in our society. Um, So, you know, all for the protests. I just... I want people to be aware of what they're doing to other people (laughs) when they're doing this. And, you know, anyone who's listening to this, if anyone's listening to this, yes, I know protests aren't supposed to be comfortable for anybody. Um, It's not supposed to make you feel good, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, just keep it civil. Make sure you're being respectful because that's kind of what we're we're fighting for is respect you know we, we gotta <laughs> we gotta make sure we're thinking about other people too so
0: for sure i get it and this is on the heels of uh i'm gonna pronounce his name wrong uh, ahmed aubrey oh yeah uh the young 25 yeah. year old african-american who was shot by white people basically yeah, for just literally
1: chased down
0: chased down um he was running in the neighborhood, and they chased him down and killed him. Yeah. So uh, th- it, it's just a crazy time in our nation's history of vicious police <coughs> brutality. Um, getting on social media, getting on stuff like Reddit, you're seeing the horrific images, videos of what, the police are doing to these peaceful protesters it is sickening and grotesque and i don't (laughs) i I don't i don't see how people can say i respect police officers after seeing this honestly um yeah you know you said drew that you know the police are supposed to serve and protect and it's scary that the supreme court has said no they're not right they're just there to enforce the laws, not to serve and protect right, <laughs> which
1: is kind of crazy that you know how do we how do we get to that point you know where Supreme Court is saying stuff like that um you know i so it this subject is a little bit hard for me because I do have friends that are police officers, and they they are good people, right um And so, like, when I saw social media, you know, lots of stupid shit floats around a lot. And um, something that kept coming up was all cops are bastards. And, you know, I know what they're getting at when they say that, but it really bothers me um, to think that we just have to label an entire group like that. And, you know, it happens to black people, too, you know, right? because racism is real. Yep. It happens to anyone who's not white, um, and it sucks. And I've just I've seen so much hate and divisiveness uh, really surface after George Floyd's murder, and it really sucks because I- I've seen people like stop being friends with people that they've known for years because they're a police officer because of all this, right? And it's like, what What makes you think that this person has changed since George died? You know, like, what, how did? what did they do? You know, I know that their career is something you probably don't agree with at this point. But what are you changing by just completely saying that these people are terrible and saying I can't support what you do? You know, it just, it boggles my mind a little bit.
0: Yeah, I understand that. And I, I guess I'm overzealous by saying I don't respect all cops. Um, obviously, there's good police officers out there. There's videos right. of um, police sheriffs and police chiefs throwing down the riot shields and the mask and the batons and marching with the protesters and kneeling right. with the protesters. Absolutely. Um But the thing that I keep seeing is these horrific incidents and cops just walking over the fallen, the bodies of the protesters. And I'm like, that doesn't make you a good cop. No, not at all. (laughs) Like, just because you didn't incite the incident, but you're doing nothing to protect the protesters or even go after the police officer that did something, you're you're not a good cop. I'm sorry.
1: Right. No, and I totally agree with you. And I think... it's important to recognize the real police brutality that's happening day in and day out. Because um, I think a lot, especially white people, just, like, don't get that it's a real thing um, because they don't experience it. And, you know, when you don't experience something, it's really hard to understand it. Right. Especially when people are screaming at you and saying, you have to understand me. Um, but, you know, like, this is something that I've kind of, like, come to terms with and grasped is that these things are real and we have to stop ignoring them. Um and I think honestly it starts with I mean I don't even know what it takes to become a police officer other than to go through the police academy. And I don't know what kind of like psych evaluations there are or like who you like a background check or anything like that. I just don't know anything about it. And I feel like there's gotta be a better way to deciding who gets to be a police officer. Um, and I think that that's where we have to start is say like, who are these people? And then also like who's leadership within the police forces and why are they so terrible? <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's there's just so many different things I feel like we can do. Um, to be better. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't know how to solve all these issues, but I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm with you here, but no, you're good. Uh, I think it does start with training. Also I think there needs to be something that happens within our court systems that holds these police officers accountable instead of just believing the police testimony, which is hilarious to see the incident happen on video, the Twitter response about the video from the police that are completely, like, lying about it. Right. And then them going, well, the police are right, and the video is wrong. Right. Something has to happen within our courts that go, you just murdered someone because you're going to jail. You're getting fired, you're losing your pension, and you're going to jail. Like... Just because you put on a badge doesn't mean you're you're not accountable for your actions. And that seems to be the thing that is happening right now.
1: Right. Well, and it definitely there's an air of, you know, police officers believing that they're above the law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with people believing or the Supreme Court saying that police officers are here to enforce laws because I think that's part of their job description. Just because you enforce laws doesn't mean you're above them. And I don't know where that mentality comes from. And I've, you know, I've always had a bad taste in my mouth towards police officers in general because the experiences that I've had with them have not been good. Obviously, it's not violent experiences. um, But I've never really been fond of them, you know. So, I mean, I get it, but it's just... I don't know. Like I said, I think training is huge. And I really think we have to screen gets in um i mean these people have a lot of power and i think that's another thing too is that a lot of people believe that police officers don't have that much power but they have a lot they really do so and i also think that with training and everything you know proper salary could make a huge difference here too um I think the fact that a lot of police officers are severely underpaid can create a bitter, hateful person, and we don't want those type of people being in law enforcement so
0: for sure absolutely I, I, I don't know it just this whole thing just breaks my brain, and yeah. I look I, I I keep I've been thinking about this since the George Floyd thing happened of there is a massive race issue in this country. Yeah. Massive. It is grotesque. It is injustice to the third degree. It you <laughs> and I'm going to say this boldly, you cannot be a Christian and be racist. That doesn't even compute. Right. Um so I see that huge issue and then I also see the huge issue of the police and brutality and it's sort of interweaving with this George Floyd thing, but I also see them as two separate huge issues in our country right now. Yeah. Um, Because white people are still getting killed (laughs) from police brutality all the time, all the time. And that's something that doesn't get media attention. Something that people don't talk about. It's something that gets kind of thrown to the side. And it's like, (laughs) this is a huge problem, right? Uh, Well, what is the name? Tony Timpa, T-I-M-P-A. Google that name. Yeah. Uh, We talked about that, Drew. It's an incident that happened in 2016, uh, where it's the same thing that George Floyd was saying. uh, Same position that the officer was using. Knee on the back of the neck. And the guy was screaming I can't breathe. I'm going to die. What makes it almost kind of worse is that the police are then making fun of the guy yeah. dying. right. And the bigger, scarier issue to me, I mean he, his death is horrific but then they covered it up for four years and released the video in 2019. Right. Like, what the... <laughs> You can't tell me that's not a huge issue that we're just turning a blind eye to and it's scary. It is so scary. And I hope, I hope, I hope that this incident with George Floyd changes our country in a huge and bold and awesome way. I really do. I really do.
1: Because, you know, we definitely don't want his death to be in vain. Obviously, he wasn't, going out into the street that day um, expecting to get killed. Uh, But because of all this bullshit, it happened, and a man is dead. Um, And, yeah, I think this definitely is an eye-opening experience for me. For sure. And I hope that, yeah, the rest of the country is kind of seeing this and really understanding the evil that we have here right now. And want to do something about it.
0: Absolutely. Um, <clears throat>
1: but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go on a little tangent here and anyone can be mad at me if they want. but uh, if you think that looting and rioting is an answer uh, for anything, you've I don't, I, I don't even know where you've learned that behavior Um, because I don't know, after after all this looting and stuff, you know, like I kind of understand going after a corporation and trying to take them down, especially if you know, like the target Minneapolis wouldn't let the protesters in for you know, whatever reason. I don't really think they had one, other than they probably didn't want to get involved. But you know, I, I still don't think that criminal activity is the right, uh, right course of action in order to solve your issues. And obviously, I don't understand because I'm not a black person in this country, and I don't get it. Right. But I will say, all you fucking stupid ass white people that keep coming from different cities and inciting riots and starting shit you all can go fuck yourselves because you're creating so many problems for other people who are trying to solve problems here in this country. And you're just out here having fun and starting, starting shit. Um, and you know who you are. Basically everyone who came to St. Louis this time around again, to start shit in Ferguson, you know who you are. Um, and I just think it's 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 almost laughable to me that that's a thing, you know. And I can't believe that people are really acting like that. Because um, I mean, a lot of these looters or this this looting and rioting has just ruined people's lives. Yep. And you, know, you can say, uh, I you know, this, something I keep seeing f- circulate on Facebook is a meme that basically says um objects basically objects can be replaced but human life can't and it's like well i think the underlying message there the real message you're trying to say is definitely true right i totally get that but if you're using that to support looting you're an idiot because what you're doing not only is destroying people's property But you're also destroying their livelihoods, especially when you go into a place like Ferguson and destroy a beauty parlor. And literally, you take away a poor person's business. Like, those people don't make that much money up there. Right. Their business is their life. And when you destroy all of their shit, how the hell do you expect these people to recover? And a lot of these businesses are black owned businesses. Well, what are you doing? You know, Absolutely. you scream black lives matter and then you could go destroy black businesses. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying black lives matter is the ones who are doing that because nope. I support them. Right. But it's like, we, we have to be better in all facets in order for us to be better. Like we, we can't, something that I said earlier on Facebook um, this week was an, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. And I've really been kind of hammering that down with anyone that I talk to about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, if you really think about it this way, if, if someone killed a relative of yours and you knew them and you decided you were going to murder them because they murdered your family member. How do you really think that that's going to make you feel after it's over? Because I can guarantee you, you're not going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel horrible. And instead of one person being dead, now you have two dead people, and a person who may want to kill themselves for the actions that they took. So it's just, I, I don't understand the philosophy that like we have to retaliate murder and violence with murder and violence and i know a lot of people out there are not doing that you know it's peaceful and i think that's great and i think that needs to be done
0: absolutely Uh, some of the greatest videos are when those crazy people go and they start breaking up windows and are destroying property and the protesters are attacking them and throwing them to the police right (laughs) that's that's beautiful
1: well, and then also, though, fuck the police that are starting loot, loot, looting and rioting. Because there's a lot of them out there.
0: Yeah. Going
1: to businesses and starting to smash windows. Um, and then just arresting people for no reason. Yep. And I know, you know, I have some friends who posted on some social media this last week that were protesting. And a guy that I used to know literally got beat by... Like three or four police officers, they just took out their batons and they beat him just because he was protesting. He wasn't doing anything. He was holding up a sign, walking around New York City, and the, the cops just came up to him and started beating the crap out of him Jeez. and uh, threw him and his wife in jail. And it's like, but why are we here? What did we do wrong? And they tried to charge him with soliciting or something like that or resisting arrest. Yeah. And, but you know, they had a huge group of people saying that that wasn't happening. So obviously they got released, but it's just, it's insane. I don't know. And I can't imagine, I can't even imagine being a police officer that has a good head on my shoulders at this point in time. I don't think I'd want to be a police officer anymore.
0: I wouldn't either. Oh, yeah. Absolute insanity. Um, I, I get and <laughs> I hate that this whole thing is happening while we have a pandemic and I'm just like scared to be around other people uh, it, because my mentality, and I'm going to sound incredibly nerdy here in a second, uh, of being a history m- major with my primarily field being early American history, watching these guys go against a government, start a war, against that government and rebel against that government yeah and (laughs) i posted this on my facebook it's a quote from thomas jefferson in 1787 it's a long quote but i'm going to read it verbatim and and drew you can tell me if it's relevant today god forbid we should we should ever be 20 years without such a rebellion the people cannot be all and always well-informed. The part which is wrong will be discontented in proportion to the importance of the facts of they misconceive. If they remain quiet under such misconceptions, it is lethargy, the forerunner of death to the public liberty. And what country can preserve its liberties if its rulers are not warned from, fr- from time to time that this people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. The remedy is to set them right as the facts pardon and pacify them. What signify a few lives lost in a century or two? The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is a natural manure. <laughs> I love that quote so much. Because my... my. Philosophy looking at the past and looking at these people that rebelled against England, and I'm going every time a policeman attacks a protester, we should have protesters in full riot gear with batons, the pepper spray cans, the paintballs full, of pe- pepper balls, and the rubber balls attacking police officers. I really yeah. believe that. If
1: yeah, there, I can't disagree.
0: If they're showing up in full riot if the police are showing up in full riot gear, we should be too. Yeah. We shouldn't be provoking. But right. We should stand our ground because we have the right to bear arms. Whatever those arms may be, I'm not even suggesting uh, guns. It's uh, just as arms. Whatever. But if they're using batons and less lethal things and are shooting us in the face, we should be doing that as retaliation.
1: Yeah. yeah I can't disagree with you.
0: <laughs> and uh, that that's my feeling on the whole thing. Like anytime we see a police officer attack a protester, there should be 300 people all in right gear attacking that police officer. If we yeah. want to see the thing, the change it's going to take, I hate to say it's blood, but it, it <laughs> and it, we're on the verge of a civil war almost the way I'm talking, but it's like I, something needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both sides are corrupt at this point in time, and it. Even what are the Dems doing? Nothing. What are the Republicans doing? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and where's where's the middle class citizen? Getting yeah. beat the shit out of by police. Right. Right. <laughs> <sighs> That's so crazy to me. You know.
1: I uh, I think about everything that's going on right now, and it, it drives me bonkers to think that people are using this situation as a way to destroy the reputation of one party system over the other and whatnot, you know, turn it into a political issue, not just like a corruption and social issue. Um, I know that it's happening everywhere. I mean, it's going to be a thing, but I just think it's so distasteful. Um, I don't know.
0: Yep, Trump did it with his, uh, photo op with the upside down Bible. Yeah. And then, Joe Biden, uh, I didn't really dig into it very hard, uh, is using this whole situation to go against Trump instead of actually looking at the situation at hand. Yeah. And and it's like you guys are both the problem. Right. You, You, All the senators, all the congressmen, they're doing jack shit about any of this. where's Nancy Pelosi screaming her head off about the injustices of the people. Right. Nowhere to be found. And it's like, we need to get rid of this political party nonsense and start being more of a people. Right. We, the people it's, it's now us versus them. Right. The elite, the rich, the politician, and we need a reminder in this country that those people work for us. Right. The police officers, the courts, the congressmen, the president work for us. And yeah. it, and it's not like that right now in our country at all. Right. We are the profit. <laughs> we are the the consumer and they're profiting off of us in our lives. And uh you know being a history major has its burden because it's like we're just we're repeating history so many times right and it's <laughs> i i feel like this country's on a powder keg of destroying itself yeah. um with the race issue even even like the the crap that goes on like um so you're you're a Republican. You're a white Republican. That may automate automatically makes you a racist, bigoted asshole. What? Right. Just because I, right. I I have a certain political view makes me a bigoted, racist asshole. Like what? Right. You just negate everything that I believe in, and I'm not even a Republican. That's cool. Right. Oh, I didn't. Right. I didn't vote for Obama, so that makes me a racist somehow. Yeah. Like, and this whole. thing thought of everyone who lives in the middle of the country doesn't matter and they're all ignorant idiots it's just furthering compounding the fracture of
1: this you're being divisive you're you're being exclusive and like that's a root of the problem is exclusivity um and you create these divides between these groups of people i mean why do you think that the people in the midwest think the way that they do
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: and why do you think that they f- fucking hate people on both sides of the coasts? <laughs> you know, like there's a good reason when you talk when you're an asshole to us and you talk shit all the time, you know, we're not going to like you very much. Now, obviously, I, I will say I think people in the Midwest are a lot more uh, welcoming and friendly than people on the coast in general. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just it's so regressive. And it's so stupid, it's so divisive. Um, it just—I don't know. It just like you said, it's compounding problems, and it's just creating new stuff, and then also reinforcing old shit that that's unhelpful. Um, I don't know. I I don't understand the hate anymore. Like. I, I never really understood the hate to begin with. Like, I, I can be I can be an ass, and there's a lot of stuff that I don't like. But I just, I don't hate a person. Like, I just really don't. Right. Um, and there's so much hate just, like, floating around. Um, I don't know. Right. And I think, obviously, I think social media is just a problem to begin with. And I've kind of taken it upon myself to try my best to take a break um, from Facebook, especially, because I have a a really nasty problem of getting involved in debates that, um, you know, it's a Facebook debate, so no one's going to change their mind about anything. Right. And it's just, it's not a helpful platform for um, civil discourse. and. I know that, and so I'm trying to I'm trying to separate myself from that. Um, but it's just funny getting on Facebook when I when I do get on and I see people constantly, constantly belittling each other, or like making these statements about how we must fight and you know we must fight against injustice, and then the next post that they make is like their fucking breakfast (laughs) and there's never anything about how you're like you're taking action. Right. Like three quarters of the people that I see posting the most on social media about all these injustices are the people who never take action. Right. And I like really urge those type of people to like take a step back and do something. (laughs) I'm not saying that I do anything, but I don't say I'm going to. (laughs) So
0: it's true.
1: You know, it's like, I'm not blind to who I am. You know, don't pretend that you're some sort of justice warrior. You're a fucking keyboard warrior. Get off it. Like, shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so crazy what people will do for fake internet points. Yeah. Like, uh,
1: world thinks you're such a good person. Now that you've posted some bullshit on, on social (laughs) media. Oh, you changed your profile picture to an all black. Nothing.
0: (laughs) you're so helpful i was gonna know it's like i was gonna mention that
1: like what are you doing how are you helping anything oh you're showing your fake support for the black community Great, cool
0: even if it is in a good place this is what i love about social media and people with agendas and uh, wanting fake internet points and trying to show how awesome they are on social media is that whole uh blackout tuesday was the hashtag Yeah. And everyone did it on Instagram. Didn't see a whole lot on Facebook, but everyone did it on Instagram. And what's funny about that that thing uh, movement, I guess, is that the Black Lives Matter people were like, you guys are so dumb. This is helping us. This is actually hurting us because now we can't get out the news of what's actually happening right now. Right. You're just flooding our social media with black images that don't show anything. (laughs) <laughs> and it was and just,
1: that's, that's the thing it's it's such a good point because when that first was happening there was a lot of people who weren't even putting the hashtag down
0: right and
1: i like a lot of the times i don't read hashtags because i don't give a fuck <laughs> and so i'm seeing all these people change their profile pictures to black and mm-hmm. i'm like what and then finally i saw the hashtag and i was like oh this makes sense but why are why is everyone doing this this is stupid and um, I don't know. I get I get what people are trying to do with that, right? Yeah, and I think that it's a noble effort, but it's just another one of those things where you have to think a little bit harder.
0: Well, do and you, I think do your flipping research before you post something on social media, right? <laughs> right. What 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 are you actually supporting? Versus, right. oh, I'm going to just do this because everyone else is doing this, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag uh, Blackout Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> because if you dive deeper into that, the whole blackout was to get off of social media and go do something. <laughs> and then you're actually harming the Black Lives Matter protest. So, right. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Uh I've greatly reduced my social media presence. I haven't been posting the pod on anything lately. I've occasionally sent out a tweet. I posted that thing on Facebook, that quote from Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Um I haven't even posted on Instagram in a few weeks. Like I, I just I'm so I'm so done. I'm so done with it. Yeah. Because then I also get these insane Christian people that are are posting that it's the apocalypse that everything's ending um the antichrist is here all that kind of bullshit and it just makes my head spin and hurt and i don't want to think about it because we're not going to (laughs) know god's not going to take us such an obvious situation and be like that's when i'm coming it's going to be And that's what the Bible says, like, it's going to happen and we're not going to expect it. Sure, there's certain events that are going to lead up to it, but it's going to be so coy. And so uh, the Antichrist has a silver tongue and leopard spots, meaning it's going to be hard to tell it's him. Right. And if you're sitting there pointing out, oh, I have a date and this is the guy and this is the end times, it's probably not. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, I honestly, I think my parents might even subscribe to that being a thing right now, and it bothers the hell out of me.
0: The uh, last I heard Bill Gates is the Antichrist. I don't know if yeah, that's right. the thing. <laughs> <sighs> that's that's the world, world we live in right now.
1: Yeah. And you know what? My problems are, you know, they're pretty small compared to... Uh, a lot of people who are struggling in life right now, and uh, I'm really fortunate to be where I'm at, and I want to help anyone and everyone as best I can. Absolutely. Um, but I got to take care of my own, too, you know? Yep. Got to take care of myself. I can't help others if I'm not helping myself.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean... I would probably legitimately, for the first time ever, go out and be protesting if I wasn't so scared about the stupid virus that I can't get enough information about. Right, quite honestly. Yeah, Uh, I am.
1: You know, I. I think it'd be great.
0: I'm technically at risk. Uh, I had asthma as a kid, Uh, so this virus, if I catch it, it, could kill me. Uh, And that's something that's in the back of my mind, even though I volunteered to go to work because I just felt like that was the decent thing to do. Even though uh, management has constantly said, like, if you have any issues at all, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home. home. And I just I haven't told them that I have childhood asthma because I don't I want to actually help. And being in an office in a cubicle with, you know, 20 people in my office right now isn't going to affect me. And I'll take all the necessary precautions to make sure I'm not infected. But (laughs) going to a protest where there's thousands of people doesn't seem like a good idea for me. No, no, probably not. Um, Maybe I'll look into uh, the bailout program that is happening. Have you heard about this, Drew? There's a lot of things happening online where you can actually donate money to help bail out people that are protesting and going to jail.
1: Oh, geez. Okay, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, the innocent people, not the looters or anything like that, but the actual innocent, like your friend that got beaten. Like, there's actually yeah. a, a... people out there that are doing, like, will pay your bail for protesting, basically.
1: Right. Which, what are these people even being charged for? That's what I don't understand.
0: Well, you mentioned it, like uh, resisting arrest, soliciting. Um, now the curfew thing is happening in a lot of major cities, and I've seen right. cops. Uh, it happened in New York. Is the only one that I can really say that I saw. The police were barricading the subway system so people couldn't get home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Um, so that's my first F-bomb on this podcast. That's how... Angry I am about this whole situation, right? Um, uh, so they're just charging them with bullshit stuff, right? <laughs> and it it so it's so crazy. Um, black people are just getting arrested because they're black. Yeah. Did you <laughs> did you watch that CNN thing where uh, the whole news crew got arrested? Did you see that?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, I have cnn at all costs
0: well it's all over the social media just look up a uh, cnn crew gets arrested if you want to google it um basically it starts out and the cops are in a line and this news crew is maybe like a hundred feet away from the actual line of the where the cops are and just a cop walks and so it's a black reporter He's just talking about what's happening in the city. I, I don't remember the city. He's just reporting the news. Literally, that's all he's doing. And yeah. an officer walks up, immediately arrest him and the rest of the crew. Jeez. No reason. no what? Nothing. They The police claim that they told them to move and they didn't. But uh, you don't see that on film. They're literally recording the entire thing.
1: Even still, like, was the was the news crew impeding traffic where they Nope. They weren't doing anything illegal, so how can you even arrest them?
0: Exactly. They even had their IDs and their certifications and were showing it to the police officers and they just arrested them all.
1: Right. And like press should be given like the privilege to do that because that's what they do. <laughs> like I don't it doesn't make any sense. Like where is this mentality? This is just, this is just the overuse of power. You know, they're power hungry assholes. They think they can do whatever the hell they want, and I it just it's crazy. It's mind boggling to me.
0: Yep. Uh, like I said, it is a huge other separate issue than the whole other issue of racism that is happening in this country. This right. uh, I I don't want to say the police brutality is a bigger issue because racism shouldn't ever happen in this country, but this is also affecting everyone. Right, and I know that sounds kind of like really really gross that I just said that like oh this is a bigger issue because it affects white people too. But it's I'm I'm trying to say it in a way that makes sense. It, police brutality is affecting every single American citizen in this country. And I should probably say that racism should impact white people to actually do something about it. Right. Um, And and, it needs to be a cause that we're all going towards and going, this is unacceptable. Yeah. Instead of making the police brutality a racism issue. I I don't, I, I think it's an everybody issue. Right not just a race issue. And I I, right. I I, I, want to see that message more in this country of no, police brutality is an everyone issue. Racism, right. it should be an everything issue. And I'm not saying that it's not, but it's like, it's not just black people that are getting killed by these police officers. There's a huge, massive thing that is happening here that I think is unexplored. Right. I hope I'm saying that right and not sounding like I'm blowing off racism.
1: No, I don't think you are. It's, you know, I think, other people have a hard time understanding what you're saying, but I know what you're saying.
0: Thank you. Because it, I, I just feel like people are going to look at the police brutality and be like, oh, that only happens to black people. Yeah, I'm going right. to support it, but it's like, no, it, it's happening to everybody. Right. And it is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I want to start throwing tea off the ship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hmm. That is uh, my revolutionary history kicking in. We need a person like George Washington to just wreck shit.
1: Yeah, need like a a truly just leader out there to open people's eyes. Uh,
0: and th- and th- that's the problem with I think all these organizations and causes is there's no one person. In That's charismatic enough, not since Martin Luther King, to really lead people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And that's why I think this keeps failing as well. Yeah, There's no singular voice going, this is a problem. We need to love each other. We need to be a nation that we're we the people and go against the tyranny of our government right now. Mm-hmm. instead of making it about agenda or a hashtag or a singular cause, it needs to be bigger than that yeah um, so I was gonna mention a whole other subject, but I think I'm just gonna leave it there uh that's that's twenty twenty right now for us yeah <laughs> we're in June, and yeah. Unemployment is at the highest, uh, uh, crazy pandemic that none of our government leaders can actually tell us the truth. What's happening with, and there's massive protests that could lead into huge ramp huge major ramifications for this country. Um, what else?
1: Yeah, right.
0: What else can happen in the next six months before the end of the year? Not to mention, people are trying to live their lives drew you're having a kid during this whole thing Uh, i have weddings to go to near the end of the year that got postponed and vacations were ruined and lives were set up upside down and it's you know i i just measured myself (laughs) because i couldn't go to the store to get accurate measurements because of the pandemic is going on and it's like I don't I don't know if the wedding is going to get pushed back again because are we going to be out of the situation then I do not I d I don't right. I don't know. Okay. Right. And uh yeah. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: <laughs> uh love one another. Yeah. Stop looking for a place to um Put blame and uh, look for solutions instead.
0: Good thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah, love one another. Stop being a part of an agenda and start loving each other. Stop doing it for fake internet points on the internet that don't matter. Actually reach out and love people. Yeah. Um whoever you are, whatever profession you have, if you're an officer, you need to be <laughs> on your knee and supporting the protesting however you can. Um, and <laughs> I, I'm I I don't have any other words to say other than we need to love each other way yeah. better. Everyone, I think, is at the end of their rope as far as patience. Um, the city being closed, uh, states being closed, people are just losing their minds right now. Yeah. And uh, we need to be there supporting each other, uh, loving on each other, and realizing what is what is the actual thing we need to be doing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: So that's my final thoughts. Uh, shorter episode this week, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I think uh, we needed to talk about this. Uh, even as two white males, we needed to talk about it. And uh, we'll probably on the next episode be more normal selves and probably making fun of the mega is around our area again. Right. <laughs> uh, know that we love you. Uh, give us a like and subscribe on any of the podcast media that you see us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or even Spotify. Uh, that'd be nice. Retweet. Things. I'm not tweeting anything. Go to our website at betweenalphaomega.com. Contact us there. If you want to give your input, please do. We'll read it on the air. Uh, I think that's all the plugs. Oh, uh, I'll be writing sometime this month in June. Uh, we'll go back and read my blog from May. I had a lot of response from that. It really shocked a lot of people, and I had a lot of people that I'd never even thought were reading the blog reached out to me and it was incredible and humbling so yeah that that blog that i released in may really impacted a lot of people and i didn't really think it would but it did so go back read that and i'll have something up new for june i will probably make the one in june not so hardcore and uh, a little bit more fun we'll see uh know that i love you and we'll catch you on the next one bye